What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Edge. I am your host, Alan Bell, and we've got a fantastic show lined up for you on this Friday morning. But before we get to that, let's take a look back at how we did yesterday. And you know what? We said it before. We gave the picks. M Squared, welcome back. And our man does well. Crushed it. What was it? The third inning, a grand slam, and then a home run right after that. Nailed the team total there. Yankees went as well. Early Edge in five. Got to give a shout out again. Our man Johnny B coming through with the Orioles on the money line. Good win there. All right, let's bring in the stars of the show and get ready for today. And everybody's looking sharp. M squared, looking great, man. How are we doing? Good morning, AB. Good morning, everyone. Nice to see you guys here. Love this uh, all baseball lineup. It feels like at least at this time of the year from this crew here. So let's do it. Yeah, it is, man. I love it. Johnny B, how are we doing, sir? Good. Yeah, all baseball. Definitely my favorite time of the year. So ready to get into it for sure. Yep, Maestro, coming back at you, my man. How we doing? Good morning, everyone. I don't know if you guys were up late watching the Pistons-Blazers Summer League game, but it, and there was no Kate Cunningham, no Sadiq Bey, much to the chagrin of a lot of people who were piling on the Pistons, but it was just a classic example of why you got to get the best number because the Pistons opened two, it was three and a half all day, closed four and a half, and of course, the game ends on three with the Blazers scoring a layup with four seconds left. Uh, down five. Uh, see a lot of people upset about that, but it's all about the number. Hey, you know what? Nothing like a good summer league sweat late at night, man. You can't beat it at all. All right, before we get into our storylines that affect the betting lines for today, want to let you know we are a nominee for the best sports podcast category in the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Yes, and that is all thanks to you guys and what you do for the early edge. We appreciate all of you and what you do for us. We hope you enjoy our show enough to nominate us to advance to the final round. To nominate the early edge, go to podcastawards.at or podcastawards.com slash app slash sign up, then toggle down the sports category. Whole process takes less than 60 seconds. You throw a vote for us. We'd really appreciate it. But again, thank you for all that you do for us. It's a testament to you. All right, let's get into the storylines that affect the betting lines for today. And M Squared, coming over to you first, my man. MLB weather. We had a lot of people asking about it yesterday in the early edge in five. Break it down. What do we see? Yeah, we got three spots all on the East Coast. Makes sense. They're very similar. The uh, Marlins on the road against the Mets. Pretty big boost here. Seeing 20% increase in home run hitting. About 20% across the board in run scoring as well. Yankees on the road in Boston. Once again, identical to last night. Plus 15% home run hitting. Plus 15% run scoring. And then the Angels on the road in Baltimore, another East Coast game, around 15%. But this one is a little questionable. There could be some mid-game delays depending on these pop-up storms. The storms are definitely more prevalent there in Baltimore. And then finally, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati is the big worry spot of the day for me. I don't think they end up postponing it. It could, if the storms hit in the right spots, could look at some delays. Definitely a lot of storm activity in the area, so you're going to have to watch this afternoon on that one. Good call in there. And you weren't lying about Boston, man. <laughs> there were home runs flying. Devers himself, I think, was pretty happy about that one. All right, but Johnny B, coming over to you, man. The bullpen report, all right? We love it, especially on Fridays. Break it down. What do you see? Yeah, Devers now has six career home runs against Garrett Cole, by far the no. most by any player. Uh, but we're going to get into a bullpen report today, get into the bullpen specifically a bit. Uh, lots of work bullpens today with not that many off days this week. So don't be a play, afraid to play first five instead of the money line. Andrew Chafin and Alex Lang should be unavailable for the Tigers. That's at the end of their bullpen. So maybe a first five there. Both the Reds and Pirates have a bunch of relievers that pitched the last two days. The last two days or three of the last four days, they should all be worked after the doubleheader yesterday. 
Craig Kimbrell should be unavailable for the Dodgers today. He's pitched two days in a row after being injured. I doubt they extend him a third. And the Reds and Pirates, as I mentioned, their bullpens are both extremely worked. I wouldn't be surprised if you see the Pirates rest David Bednar and Will Crow. They could be unavailable as well today. See, Baldwin, you know, you bring up a really good point, and, and we spoke about it yesterday that, you know, it's been somewhat of a bloodbath this week in Major League Baseball in terms of finding runs coming off of the holiday break, looking ahead to the All-Star game. But tonight and tomorrow, I think that we see a little bit more normalcy here because, yeah, like just like you said, man, bullpens are finally getting, you know, taxed a little bit. I think we see some more, some more runs. I'm excited about that. What I'm also excited about, the NFL, all right, specifically – the Defensive Player of the Year. Maestro, you've been digging into it. What do you see? Some interesting action in this market. Of course, the favorite, as you see on the board, the crack graphics team led by the jeweler puts it up there. Aaron Donald and TJ Watt, co-favorites at 7-1. to Miles Garrett right behind him. You know, TJ Watt won it last year, of course, 22 and a half sacks, five forced fumbles. But way down the board, there's been some serious action Max Crosby has gotten the most money. I don't really agree with that at all. But Rashawn Gary has gone from 100 to 1 to 60 to 1. Why? Because a guy in Illinois put 1,000 on Gary at 100 to 1. So then that's a 100,000 payout. Caesars dropped it to 80. Another guy in a different state put 1,000. That's 80,000 liability on Rashawn Gary. And it's actually kept coming in, and he's gone all the way down to 60 to 1. You might say, who is Rashawn Gary? Well, there's no Zadarius Smith anymore in Green Bay. It's Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary. Last year was his first year as a full-time starter. Nine and a half sacks. Then in the playoff game against San Francisco, two sacks. Now, those don't seem like massive numbers, but if you look at the metrics, and that's what everybody does these days, 81 pressures, the third most. But how about this? Obvious passing situations, third and four or longer. This guy is the best passer by a stat called pass rush win rate of anyone in football over the last two years. The opportunity is there. This guy is 24. He's gonna, they don't have good backups either. Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary will be on the field for every single passing situation. 60 to 1 all the way at Caesars and a few other books, but I found it at FanDuel, 75 to 1, I think still worth a sprinkle. Man, I like Rashawn Gary, but my man put 10 yardsticks down already. Whoo, that man is feeling it on Rashad Gary. I like it. All right, let's get into our picks for today. But before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our sponsors. And we're back. All right, we got two plays for you today. First off, we're going to Saturday's Women's Wimbledon Final. We've got Anz Yabur versus Alina Rabikita. There we go. I got it, Rabikita. All right, I'm probably excited about that. We were practicing right before the show. All right, we're going to go first set. Score after six games, 3-3 three, three at plus 145. Both players well regarded for their serving opportunity and ability. We're going to go that. First set, score after six games, 3-3. Three, three. Second play, we're going to go Major League Baseball. We're going to go Phillies and the Cardinals, courtesy of our man Jeff Hockman. We're going to go the Cardinals on the money line. All right, a rematch from Sunday night. All right, and we're going to go with the Cardinals with Adam Wainwright on the bump. All right, those are our two plays. Let's get in our plays from our experts here. That's the reason why we got him on the show. And M squared, you know, I can't do it like coach, but you know the drill, son. Give it to me. All right. Let's go right back to the Yankees team total. We're not getting four and a half minus 110 today. I've got five minus 110 at win. 
Love it at this number. You can play it at five and a half at plus 110, plus 115. Still the same win condition for the sixth run. I've elected to play it at five to keep the push alive here. Love this spot. I want to pick on Connor Siebold and the Red Sox pitching staff in general. Siebold hasn't made it through a fifth inning yet this season. It's been absolutely terrible. And he's got to pitch on the road in friendlier pitching environments. Now he has to pitch at home. Not an easy place to pitch. Not against this lineup. Aaron Judge should be back in the lineup as well. Also, this Red Sox bullpen, they haven't had a starter go to the sixth inning since last Saturday, and they have not had an off day during that stretch at all either. Just a brutal spot for them. Bullpen's used up. I don't think Siebold has the stuff to make it to the sixth inning, but they might force him to in this one, especially if they get out to an early lead. He might be out there eating innings, even if it's not going well here. So let's take the Yankees on the team total over five minus 110. Mikey is in. His pick is in. All right, John Baldwin, coming over to you. You've got one play. Major League Baseball as well. Give it to us, man. What you got? Yeah, I like that point by Mike, too. The Red Sox don't have a starter right now tomorrow, so I could totally see them forcing Siebold into the fifth or maybe sixth inning, so I might hop on that with you and Mikey, but I'm going to go Royals minus 120 versus the Guardians here. Guardians now lost four straight games. They're 5-12 and 12 in their last 17 the Royals haven't looked much better in that span. Their record's five and nine, but they've actually been playing pretty well. They're, they've had leads against the Astros in all four games in that series. They've won the series before that. Their bullpen is a serious weakness, as we saw against the Astros. They had a lead in all four of those games, but the Guardians' bullpen has actually been worse in the past 30 days, so that's massive there. The Guardians aren't hitting right now with Josh Naylor and Oscar Gonzalez injured, so I like the Royals at almost a pick line here. There we go. Johnny B is in. Only leaves one man for us here. The maestro, your spot, your bat, your ups. Okay, well, first of all, guys, there is a team on Sportsline getting all the love from a ton of experts. I'm going to just say go to the site and you'll see which team that is. I'm going to get into another play, and this is a matchup the Brewers have dominated. 20-5 and five at home against the Pirates over the last four seasons, eight and two against the Pirates this year. And Major League Baseball must must not like the Pittsburgh Pirates because they played a doubleheader yesterday in Cincinnati and then they had to travel. And what are the Brewers doing? They've been resting. They were off at home waiting for this matchup. And Aaron Ashby, his numbers are not as bad as his ERA. All the underlying metrics are better. The Pirates do not hit lefties well. They're throwing JT Brubaker. We know that he is very volatile. I love the Brewers because they did not play well in those last couple of games against the Cubs. I think they get their bats going. I think they win big tonight. And I'm going to play it on the run line at minus 105. Yeah, they need a little bounce back there. I'm with you on that. And uh, I, I think that that's a good call in terms of them coming back to do it. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's take a look at the recap here, courtesy of our man, the jeweler. And it looks glorious. M squared is on the Yankees team total over five. John Bowman on the Royals money line minus 120. Larry Hartstein, the maestro himself, is on the Brewers minus one and a half. Our side plays on Zibor versus Alina Rabikina. First set score after six games, 3-3 three, three at plus 145. Also riding the Cardinals money line at plus 105. The AB pick three today. Look, we lost the Diamondbacks last night. They scored three runs. You know what? I'm coming back with it again today. Over three and a half. They've scored three or more runs in 10 of its last 11 games. Most of those games being five runs or more. I think they get the job done tonight. Going to go with the Yankees money line again against the Red Sox. And the Rays on the run line, minus one and a half against Cincinnati. You heard Mike talk about the weather in Cincinnati. It could be a problem. That being said, if it is a problem, 
I like it even more for the Rays. I don't trust the the Reds bats uh, in good or inclement weather whatsoever. Not to mention the Rays have McClanahan on the mound. I like the Rays here. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be live at 4 p.m. Eastern today for the Early Edge in 5, and obviously normal time Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern here. But as always, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. Thank you.